Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, everyone. Here we go. Hold on a second. <laughs> Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I am um, going to be sharing today on this episode of Mind Body TV about one of the major things that I see for a lot of people that keeps us from healing or from creating, manifesting what we really want, or keeps us in the struggle, separation, lack, instead of living in wholeness, power, fulfillment. And this is being in the consciousness of like entitlement, consumer, getting. Someone asked recently in the Embracing Health group, um, what's the difference between getting and receiving? Or I think she said that between taking and receiving. And it is a massive difference as far as your consciousness and how it affects your body, how it actually directly affects your chemistry, your physiology, your hormones, your cells, your genetics, everything that has to do with your health and um, your manifestation in life. So I thought I would I share this topic because I've seen for so many people that come to the work I'm doing, if they're in that getting mentality, which is like entitlement, like, well, is this going to work for me? What's this going to do for me? What are you going to, you know, what if, what if this doesn't work? And they want some kind of like external guarantee. It's always, always, always because we're in that entitlement energy, which is a consumer energy instead of a creator energy. And it's a world of difference, a world of difference in what happens in your body and in whether you're accessing power or it's always like a quick hit, a short term, or maybe it's like a disappointment. Nothing's ever enough. So if you feel like, well, I'm entitled, I've worked so hard trying to heal, or I'm entitled, I'm really restrictive with my diet and I'm doing everything right, or I'm entitled, I don't deserve to have this problem. It's never, ever, ever going to get you there. It's so much more about what will I do with what is happening versus, oh, I hope it changes sooner. I hope this thing is the thing that makes it all different. So stepping out of the entitlement and consumer energy and actually stepping into creator energy. And that is what we're up to today in Mind Body TV. So welcome to everyone who's here. Hello to everyone who's in the Instagram watching as well. Um, I'd love to hear where you're tuning in from. I know we have people from all over the world. It's always so exciting to have you here. Uh, we have Aphrodite, Heidi from Salt Lake City, Nadine. Okay, great. From Des Moines, Idaho, Aphrodite. Uh, Annika from Sweden. Great to see you. Abigail from London. Lyric from Texas. Hello in Facebook. Claudia from Atlanta. I used to live in Atlanta for many years. All right. Hello, Rachel, Sarah. Awesome to see you guys here. Tessa, co-creation. Yes. Bonnie, Julie, Paige. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Los Alamos, New Mexico, Florida. Joe Blackwood, I've acknowledged this is me. Though the title of today's live caught me off guard. <laughs> Paloma from UK, 
All right. Awesome to have you guys here. So let's, let's start. So the first thing I want to share from my perspective as a physician who has studied psychoneuroimmunology since way before I ever went to medical school, meaning how our thoughts affect our nervous system, affect our brain activity, affect our physical body, every single cell, all of our physiology, all of our hormones, even our genetic expression is affected directly by our own thoughts, perspectives, judgments, beliefs, what we're holding. And if we're holding um, like past traumas, you know, that's still active in the system. Your mind does not know the difference between the real and the imagined, does not know the difference between what's happening now and what's a past experience that's still kind of like not complete. And I'm still running it over and over like, oh, I'm so angry and resentful that blah, blah, blah happened. Or, oh, I can't believe I was abused in this way, but I'm holding it as an identity. It's actually active now, as if I'm in that experience now, and it has a direct cellular effect. So for me as a physician, it was never about like, let me evaluate you and let's do a bunch of tests and look at what's happening now, because 99% of the effects or the, I'm sorry, the causes of what's happening now in your body aren't here now. It's not like you're necessarily um, in that stress, that stressful environment any, anymore or uh, under that trauma or um, are having that kind of experience, but the effect of it energetically is very much still here. And those aren't going to show up on the tests or necessarily even lab results um, as a cause for what's going on in your body. So, so many of the, the patients who would come to see me would say, there, there's nothing wrong. No one could find any problem or, um, you know, there's, or they would think they found a root cause like, well, I have Lyme disease or I have Epstein-Barr virus, or I have multiple chemical sensitivity. And it's like, well, that's not a cause. That's an effect. And the underlying cause is still in your system energetically from whatever the the past stressor or the underlying beliefs or the genetically handed down traumas that maybe didn't even happen in your life. So I would have the ability to look elsewhere beyond the physical moment you're in and feel into your energy system for what is actually creating your body doesn't clear Lyme disease or a viral illness or you're, uh, you can't digest foods and you have so many sensitivities. None of those things, you know, um, gut dysbiosis, that's not a, a root cause, that's an effect. So yes, these things can make us very sick, but um, we actually want to look at what is triggering your body into that inflammation in the first place. And this is a big piece of what we'll, we'll cover today. So when we are in consumer energy, it's like, what can I get? What can I get? We're in taker. We've put the ego in the driver's seat to work hard and do the thing and figure it out. And what we know from like, no matter how much research you do, um, the wisdom of the body, the body's ability to heal itself is infinitely beyond anything that's ever been written in a book or a medical text or like in the whole history of the world has been known and understood right? So like the vast, infinite, what created you uh, of what's known for how the body heals itself is infinitely beyond the infinitesimally teeny little nothing of what we do know. And that means no matter how much you learn, no matter how much you try, no matter how much you figure it out, you're still infinitesimally smaller than what the wisdom that created your body has to offer you. 
And when I'm in entitlement or consumer energy, I'm in that small self and that mind, right? Which is like so, 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 so limited compared to the wisdom. What does it take to shift out of the small self and hand it over to the manager, as I like to say, and hand it over to the wisdom and access the true self? So one way how we're putting it today is shifting from consumer energy to creator energy. In consumer energy, I've got to handle it. I've got to figure it out. I've got to do it. You'll feel the nervous system revving up. We actually go into fight or flight status, meaning certain triggers in the brain, certain activity in our hormone. You're tightening up the body. You're gearing up to fight or flee or freeze. Uh, and you're really limiting the resources that your body has. And most people who are chronically ill and not getting better are living in this state, fight or flight, freeze state, most of the time. So it's going to really limit not only the health, the energy, the vitality that we feel, but it really limits our awareness, meaning what should I do about blah, blah, blah? Or should I do this choice or this choice? If we're functioning in the small mind, like we have no way of accessing the truth. And the truth is things like what will create the most for me and every part of my life in this moment? What will create wealth in my business? What's the highest possibility for me to do with my day? Um, let alone like all the little micro choices that come up and present themselves, right? Like what food will nurture my body most right now that I can easily access and enjoy. So wisdom is in the space of the unknown. We can access that, but we can't access it when we're in consumer energy, right? I'm going to do it, fight or flight, tighten up, go harder, push more, overcome, achieve, everything that that is, because it puts us in that small mind, it puts us in the fight or flight. And we literally, our brain won't process that kind of information. Like it won't even make sense. It's like, what is she talking about? I don't get it. I don't know. We can't even hear it because we're in that consumer, um, that consumer energy, that consumer consciousness. So one of the things I always share with people is if all I do is just take a deep breath, relax my body even just a little bit, it begins to unwind that fight or flight hold. And we start to move even just a little bit more into creator energy. I'm creating my reality. Everything is happening for me, not to me. What would it take for me to be more resourced? What would it take for me to let that in? What would it take for me to even just feel 2% more peace right now. I did an amazing exercise the other day with this, just to kind of like, when we can do it here today, um, to just distill, distill all of that mind. Ah, what do I have to do? And just like, shh, actually access peace. And literally rewrote the whole, I have my Embracing Health program that we do, and it's like a, an annual program. I put like a whole ton of stuff in these books and papers and like notes and everything came together for a new way to structure this so that more people can receive it. And it was like, boom, 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 within maybe like a half an hour had the whole thing mapped out on like nine 
pieces of paper and it was beautiful. And it came from a space way higher than my mind, right? Because the mind might be like, let's fix this problem. Let's make this work better. But I can't actually access wisdom from there. In creator energy, and you got to first like clear the space, you'll access so much more. And, and, and that is really for me how so many of my programs get created. Boom. And all of a sudden the whole thing downloads and I'm aware of, I'm going to do it this way. So to begin, and I'm going to look at some of the questions here. This is just what I need to figure out. Hello from the Netherlands, Sprangria. Hello from San Francisco, Newark, St. Simon's Island. Hello, beautiful Arlene. All right, we've got... Um, Shirley from Canada, Hafsa, embracing illness symptoms is not easy. A lot of courage is required. Please guide us. Yep. Being present with symptoms is not easy. And that's what I'm talking about. Consumer Shifting from consumer energy into creator energy is not like, oh yeah, no big deal. It's like, oh, as soon as I soften, I'm going to feel my fear more fully, not less fully. I'm going to feel grief or shame or anger or frustration or whatever is in here that I'm trying to manage. I'm actually going to let that come up. I'm going to feel it more intensely. Whoa, I'm not sure I want to do that. So sometimes we don't make this choice to shift from consumer energy, getting, 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 grasping, fight or flight, overcome to creator energy, receptive, resilient, resourced, abundant uh, until it is like more expensive to keep doing it than it is to change or more painful to keep doing it than it is to change or more limited to keep doing it than it is to change. Because why? Most people don't want to feel what they feel. Why? Because they think that their system can't handle it, right? And they think it's wrong to feel anything other than total peace. Right. And if you think it's wrong, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going the wrong way. Let me tense back up. And, the, and they don't actually settle into the creator state long enough to let the real changes take place. It takes courage. So I think the first step is you have to have a why. You have to know your why. Now, if you've just been diagnosed with cancer or MS or, you know, fill in the blank, you're like, whoa, this is not going to go well. I want to be healthy. So your why might be like, I'm not going to let this process continue because those, those will degenerate. You know, it's when you get a diagnosis like this, most doctors will tell you this is going to be progressive. This is going to get worse unless we, you know, throw all these medications at you or do X, Y, Z, in which case you're, you're always still going to have the underlying disorder, right? Because they haven't shifted the energy. And it's not that it's not true. It's just in that realm, in that medical realm, there is no way to address root causes. And there is no way to even really understand true root causes. So don't expect that from that system. Understand like there's limitation here. Let me take the benefits of what's for me because I worked in that system for many years and there were so many beautiful, amazing things that I experienced, but I didn't expect that conventional medical system to actually heal anyone that's just not what we're doing. So don't knock it, but don't expect it to do something it's not designed to do. So that's the first thing is what's your why? So your why will either come from inspiration or desperation. 
desperation. And the desperation is like I said, I just got diagnosed with this illness or I'm going to get worse or I'm going to die or this is going to lose my family. There's going to be something. It's okay. Let that awaken you. Or inspiration. Oh, I want to feel fully alive. I want to love my work. I want to find something. Maybe you see someone and you're like, I want to have what they're having. What would it take for me to step into something like that too? Because if it's possible and it's showing up in your world, it's available to you as well. So we'll either have a why that comes from inspiration or desperation. Don't make it wrong. However it comes, right? Awakening is awakening. So it's like, all right, what is your why? And you can share here in the comments with me. Um, it might be, I, I just had children. I had a, a medical student call me and she has had a child and she's like, I'm realizing I want to actually create what I want to create. I don't want to just follow the path of what I'm told I'm supposed to do and how it's supposed to be. And there's something in there that just doesn't feel right. What else is possible? So the inspiration can actually uh, guide you to something higher. Can your book help with insomnia, Rachel? Yes. My book is the Mind Body Toolkit, and I wrote this specifically to work with these tools to move out of the fight or flight, getting, getting, trying, and into that creator energy. Um, it's at drkimd.com forward slash book. Uh, desperation is giving me something more. Yes, uh, Marissa as the collective is waking up, it will be easier. We're on the cutting edge. Yeah, and let it start with you because as you shift your consciousness, it will shift everything around you. Surely running around and trying to micromanage my symptoms and ignoring my pain. Yeah, because that fight or flight will have us clamp down, we feel less. And it, it's a, it sort of feels like the success. It's like a quick fix, right? Oh, I feel good. I feel good. Let me have another hit of coffee. But where are we going with that for a long term? It's ultimately to our demise, right? The survival mechanism is actually going to kill us because we're using it incorrectly. Uh, Laura, when I let fear come up, I feel I am just drowned in it and I couldn't get out, right? Which is just a thought, not actually a truth. So we're going to use the breath and we'll do this now. And we're going to allow that uh, to transmute. And so one of the most powerful breaths we can do is uh, to just do like a belly breath. You let the belly relax. And you let the belly balloon out with the inhale. And let the belly sink back in with the exhale. It can be a practice where we like get better at this physiology because a lot of energy will transmute just with the breath. Uh, but let's just try it out here for a few moments uh, to begin to practice with it. Uh, my why is to allow myself to live a life of full vitality and be able to discover my gifts and use them. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Um, oh, hello, Huya. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Just want to make sure. Yes, I love this. Instead, just be with you the most. Um, okay. <clears throat> we got a bunch of comments. I feel like I'm finally out of fight or flight due to leaving a very stressful job. However, I still have the same health issues I've always had, including autoimmune, not sure what to do. You've got to actually let your body <clears throat> repattern because you leave the job, but then the body's like, I'm looking for the next thing. What's the next thing? And it's still kind of living in fight or flight. Um, so, and also, oh, sorry. And also, um, there's a recalibration process that needs to happen. So the body's like, 
you know, we're in a new state, but let me let that in. And this is actually a really powerful breath to allow, um, uh, allow that new nervous system message to, to pattern recalibrate throughout the whole body. So we, we relax the shoulders and you can sometimes just tense them up, take a deep breath, and then uh, drop your shoulders, relax your body as you exhale. So that can be a kind of helpful way to start off. So, um, so first begin with letting the shoulders relax. That alone lets the breath go deeper into the body, to the, into the belly and into the pelvis. So let your shoulders relax and then just inhale and let the belly balloon out. And then let everything sink back in. Exhale, exhale, exhale. The diaphragm lifts, the belly sinks in. You're using the lower lung fields, but you're also shifting your nervous system. So the fight or flight pattern breathing is like in the upper lung fields. It's faster, more shallow. We're going to just immediately shift this to the lower lung fields and deeper. And this will turn off the fight or flight pattern. So you might feel a little lighter right away at first. But yes, as I mentioned, you will start to feel more. You'll feel what's here to a higher degree because you're no longer suppressing it and you know ignoring it. Laurence, hello, to feel free and alive. Yeah, and this has a lot to do with expression, like fully expressed, uh, sensitive sensing, fully sensing and fully expressing. This is full aliveness. And beautiful message, my why has been from desperation. With this work, my why is shifting to inspiration. And it feels very different, much lighter and amazing. I'm shifting into power. Beautiful. Oh, okay, okay. I want to have what they are having. Yes, I want to get my healing work out there into the world. And you and your message are huge inspiration. Cool. So sometimes we'll see people who are the example of some aspect of us. The only thing that will inspire us is when it's an aspect of us. Even if it's like jealousy, like, hey, how does she get away with that? Or, oh, I can't believe she's doing that. I can't do that. It's the same thing. It's I'm seeing an aspect of myself that I think I can't have, but still an aspect of myself. So by necessity, it's something that's ready to awaken in me. Okay, so take a few deep breaths, relax the shoulders, and let the breath come a little more fully into the belly. And just do three breaths like this, bringing in, and you could even see light coming in with the breath. And then letting everything go that's ready to go. Connecting with the sensation in your body. Any sensation will do. Feel the breath, hear the breath. If there's tension, feel the tension, notice the tension. Okay, now you're gonna you're gonna feel more. And I'd like to hear from you too. Like, are there already awarenesses coming in? Like, whoa, I feel a little lighter, or oh, why don't I just do that thing? Or what's very common is you'll feel more of the density, which might you want to reject it, but let's just pause for a moment. Feel the fear, feel the heaviness of powerlessness or whatever may actually be there now. Just be willing to feel it just for a moment. And this is where we're going to allow it to transmute. So like we had um, up above with, uh, uh, well, Shirley, 
um, it's yeah, it's always sounds simple and I get it. And then it's difficult to stay in the creator energy. So let's move some of this. Um, yes, it was Laura. When I let the fear come up, I feel drowned in it and I couldn't get out. So this is what we're going to do now. When you feel that or whatever you feel, I invite myself to feel what I'm feeling now. And then just relax your body. And you're just going to do three to five breaths in that space, noticing what you feel, feeling what you feel, welcoming what you feel, because this is what's going to shift this and allow more anchored in your neurology, the creator energy. So it's more accessible. So just feel what you feel. Oh, I'm drowning. Oh, no, no, this is not okay. It's too heavy. It's too big. There's too much fear. It's too uncomfortable. That was a big one for me to shift a few years ago when the fear was like so intense and to shift into greater power, I really had to meet that fear. And it was like, oh my God, no, 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 this is too big. So I, that's just a thought. It's just a belief. Um, I'd actually feel instead just what am I physically feeling in my body? Oh, there's a fluttering. Oh, there's a pressure. So physicalize it. If there's discomfort coming up, what are you actually feeling in your body? Because there's the thought about it, which is like impossible, right? I'm always going to have this. Oh no, what if it gets worse? Or like, I have a block. It's not going away. None of those things can be actually like managed, right? They just keep you in more fear. But, oh, there's pressure in my belly or, oh, there's tightness in my chest or oh, there's fluttering over here. Be curious. Now breathe right into those sensations. Uh, Unicork said cancer was a real grounder, but I've slipped back into the consumer mode of late. This live was perfect timing for me. Beautiful. And even with that, like, and I've had um, some private clients who have been dealing with cancer and it's like, what actually comes up in the body? Oh, I'm feeling fear. Uh, oh, I'm worried about other people. What will they think? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm afraid this will get worse or um, even just the physical symptoms. I'm tired. And so where am I resisting what I'm feeling? Because if I actually let sensation move through, sensation can move through the body in like 12 seconds. Emotion can move through the body in about 12 seconds. But when I'm keeping it alive, it's like can be years and decades. So I, I'd like you to just kind of continue with that and share what comes up when I just breathe into, yep, surely sadness and grief. I feel the powerlessness of my inner children. Tessa, when you said seeing that aspect of myself ready to awaken, it gave me such goosebumps all over my body. I'm feeling lighter. Good. Someone in uh, Facebook, chest heavy, instant feeling was one of being stuck. Perfect, right? Because there's the feeling and the sensation, and then there's the mind's assessment, right? Oh, I feel hardness in my belly. Oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck, right? Which will only keep me in consumer. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? Versus, oh, density, hardness in my stomach. Well, let me breathe into that. What might that be? Let me get curious. Not what might that be to figure it out. Just, huh. I wonder what that is. Stay in wonder, stay in curiosity, stay in observer, and you'll allow a lot more energy to transmute. Put pressure in my bladder, vulnerable, losing control. Man, I want to experience that. <laughs> that resonates with me to just witness what I physically feel because sometimes I don't know what emotion it is. Yeah, beautiful. Um, will you work 
Well, your work for a 12 year old with celiac, um, there's the mind body kids program, drkimd.com forward slash kids. And there are a bunch of resources free on that page. And then there's a program I created to work with kids. Um, so you can start with that, but yes, a thousand percent. And actually I've seen a lot of times with kids, like one session, I've, I've occasionally had some private sessions with kids and they're literally decades of stuff, years of stuff will dissolve, like going to the doctor with abdominal pain over and over and over or uh, anxiety. Um, a lot of times kids are much more energy resilient, so they can just release things really quickly. Um, but when you do this work, it will make a huge difference for your kids, like immediately in some circumstances. Okay. So how did it feel when you breathed into that? What if you feel nothing? Good. Keep being willing to feel the nothing because the mind's going to have a field day with that. I don't feel anything. I'm broken. I must be wrong. I must be doing it wrong. How do I do it right? And you go right back into consumer energy, the doer, the ego, right? No, no, no. What if I just stay in the stillness of no thing and welcome what wants to show up in that space? Because sometimes it may take a recalibration of the brain to begin to perceive at that subtle level, but I guarantee you stuff is happening and it will begin to come in. You just got to stay in a little bit more receptivity. Um, okay, good. I feel the need to do things like the dishes, watering the flowers. Should I do some laundry? So actually feel what you feel instead of what the mind is interpreting it to be. You'll feel some kind of discomfort that then has you go, let me be productive. Let me be productive. Let me go do this. Wait, no, let me go back just for a moment. What am I actually feeling? Oh, there's like a fluttering and wow, this is really uncomfortable, right? Five to 10 breaths into that space. It will transmute the energy for you. Then when that energy is dissolved, everything you do will be more powerfully creative or quote productive because you're in a whole different consciousness. Anxiety in my chest and back. Good. Breathe right into it. Relax your body and breathe right into the sensations. Breathe into the discomfort. If you're not there yet and you're still just in the thoughts, breathe into the thought. It's just a belief. It's just an energy. Mm, breathe in and breathe out. My mind wants to, to do instead of be. Yep. Yep. So now as soon as I go and don't give the power to the mind, that's when I go into creator energy. The mind is always consume, consume. So as soon as the mind's like, oh, I want to do, I want to do, I don't want to be. And I choose it anyway, right? It's going to be a little uncomfortable. Fear may come up. Things may come up. They're moving out. But as soon as I choose to be with what's here, I automatically have moved out of consumer energy and more into creator energy. Oh, thank you, Samantha, you sweet girl. All right. So play with this. I would love to hear what, how this awakens, what this awakens in you. The power is in you. And, and there are resources you can receive that will assist you in connecting with it. Awesome. But don't ever think, oh, I have to get that thing. I have to go, oh, maybe if I just do that. Pause, reconnect, do the breathing. Witness what's here. Even if it's just 10 breaths, because you're like, it's just so uncomfortable. I have to get back in and run. Okay, but let's just pause and take 10 breaths first to just get curious about, is that actually true? 
Do I have to? What if I just sit with this and breathe? What might happen? Curiosity and breath. With every exhale, you're letting that fear go. You're letting that powerlessness go. You're letting the energies go. So use the transmutation. And then there may be an inspiration. It's different. An inspired action is going to create something very different from the doing, doing, doing reactive action. I mean, entirely different. So now you create a different life. Now you immediately create a different physiology. And all of your choices will create something very different in your life. Joe, this breathing is so good because sometimes I don't want to lift up my hands and do EFT. I just want to feel. Yes. Lori said the ABC practice helped me safely let go of benzodiazepines three weeks ago. That's massive. Now so many feelings and physical sensations keep with that. That's uh, the ABC practice is the instant elevation. It's a little more of an uh, extended version of this. Um, and there's on my YouTube channel, there's videos, the instant elevation tool. I created a whole program called the instant elevation program. And it's super easy and simple, but it gives you these like go-to tools of how to transmute energy in your body to move from consumer energy to creator energy. Every single thing in that program is designed to move you into creator energy. Um, I can share the link for that. It's at drkimd.com forward slash IEP because it's, it's an elevation program. Uh, if that resonates with you, that could be a really life-changing choice. Um, this breathing is so good because some, oh yes, Joe, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I feel the same way. And sometimes for me, EFT is like the consumer energy, just trying to get something or escape something, right? That's what the consumer energy is going to do is trying to get something or try to escape something. The creator energy actually creates something all new that hasn't been created before and lets you be more fully you. Infinitely more powerful than anything that the consumer one could possibly do. So keeps just getting curious about what would it take for me to step into something higher? Do you start the day with some sort of recentering? Yes, Paloma. I actually always start my day with some sort of recentering. I'm just really energy sensitive. And if my mind gets a hang of all the different energies, it's like schizophrenic. So I uh, do exactly what we've done here, breathing, uh, welcoming what I feel, high body, here we are. Just what I share in the Instant Elevation program as well, simple things, um, high body, here we are. And I actually just let my body know we can release everything that's not serving us. Now, if you're in creator energy, even just a little bit more, your body knows how to do that. If you're in creator energy, even just a little bit more, and you see things like, wow, I'd like to make more money. I'd like to have better relationships. I'd like to have more energy in my body and feel healthy. You can send that over to the messenger, to the manager. It's registering all of it. But letting go, letting the breath happen is the key to giving the power to the inner wisdom. Your wisdom already knows what to do, already knows. So I will just start my day with some really simple ways of letting my body know body. You can release everything that's no longer serving me. And the affirmation like that is, is really powerful when you get a little bit more into creator energy. You can create anything. But most people are doing all of these things from consumer energy, right? Why isn't it working? I'm doing FT. Why isn't my problem going away? 
it's not the same thing. You've got to even just a little bit move into creator energy. All right. I love you guys. Uh, oh, H.J. Shaw, use the exercise that we've just done because it points to exactly what you're asking about. I am Kristen Lynch. How do we trust in the intelligence of our being when we haven't figured it out and we're still sick? Exactly this. We have to let go and surrender it to something higher 100% of the time. So this exercise we've done as simple as it is. She said, I feel like I need to trust the people and doctors who figured it out, who figured out how to heal. Fascinating, right? Because I've never met a single doctor functioning in the conventional medical system that has actually helped anyone heal through that system. Like some of them have done some other things, but in that system, it can definitely help you avoid your symptoms. It can definitely help you turn off your symptoms. It isn't actually going to help you become more whole, more vibrant, more fully expressed, more fulfilled, more alive, which is what healing really is. So the mind might think, no, we've got to do this. Certainly check in if there's anything acute to be addressed. My past history is as an emergency medicine doctor. I know the value of the trauma critical care system. I practiced it for years. It is divine, but that's usually not what is the underlying cause of what's keeping people chronically ill, chronically anxious and depressed. It's not, it's a whole different approach. So be willing to let go a little bit because your wisdom will lead you to that. If that is truly going to serve you, you're not going to miss anything, right? If you connect with your wisdom, it's not going to have you like ignore a problem. You're going to be more responsive, not less. You're going to be more clear and proactive, not less. So I would um, just keep putting the power back in you. That's another thing about consumer energy. It's outside me. Let me go get it. And people are like grasping and grasping. No, 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 no. I will remind you to go back to creator energy. Like everyone in, in my Embracing Health program, and I've told them like, you are 100% responsible for the results you get here. 100%. I'm going to share what I'm going to share. And what you do with it is either going to be, I can't believe you said this. Why didn't you give me this? You're not doing enough for me. Or, whoa, this was the most powerful thing that ever could have happened for me, which is very, very often uh, what people will receive from this work. Uh, but it's your choice. What will I do with this? Will I make someone wrong and decide I don't have enough and they need to do more for me? Okay, I can do that. I can choose that. It's okay for me to be choosing that. And because it's okay for me to choose that, it's okay for me to choose something higher, right? Like, what if I make this the most powerful thing that ever happened for me that changes my life in the most profound ways? Because I decided to create that. Now, to the degree I access creator energy, boom, done deal. So just 2%, little more, little more moving into wholeness, a little more moving into openness and the unknown, a little more inviting the discomfort. All right. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Marissa, I love the Mind Your Body program. It's a great way to start and end the day. I notice a huge difference when I do my daily prescription. Yeah, this is a different thing. I hadn't mentioned this one. It's a... Um, it's a six-week program I created with my husband, who is awesome. He's also a physician. And we did this when we started to like play around with creativity tools and manifestation tools and realize like, well, this is what really activates the body. 
is, is going deeper, is being connected in myself, is welcoming what's here instead of trying to change it. And then we put this program together to teach these tools of psychoneuroimmunology, tools of, um, uh, and uh, uh, when we learn how we shift the um, uh, genetics, you're even shifting your genetic code. So epigenetics, how do we make changes that change what's happening in our genes? Um, quantum mechanics, right? We, we studied this in different ways and realize like, well, we're pure energy. How do we play with that so that the body can respond and show up differently? And the result of that was the Mind Your Body program, which was this six-week program. And we walk you through these tools and some of the teachings and the underlying pieces. Um, that is at drkimd.com forward slash MYB. And that's like a deeper dive into this work. Um, if you're just starting, the book is awesome. The Instant Elevation program would be kind of a next step from that. Uh, the Mind Your Body is a, a little bit of a deeper integration. And yes, like Marissa has said, there are these awesome tools that are like your AM and PM prescription. Um, the ones in the program are more extensive, but just pick one or two of them to use going forward. Because I mean, that's what we do. We'll kind of like play with some of those and it's a powerful way to start your day. Thank you for bringing that up. I will share the link for that as well, because I haven't talked about that one a lot. Um, we created it a few years back, um, but it's still really, really popular. And I really love sharing that program. All right. I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Paige. I love you guys. I'll be here each week on Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Mountain Time live in the Mind Body community in Facebook, which is my Facebook group and on my YouTube channel, Dr. Kim Duramo. Feel free to subscribe here because I will post a lot of times in YouTube and you'll have access to those videos when they come out. Um, lots of love, lots of love to you. I'd love to welcome you into any of those next steps we mentioned. If this work is resonating with you, it will definitely change your life. Bye. I'll see you soon. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.